Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Hello! Welcome to the Kind of Funny Morning Show. My name is Nick Scarpino. I will be one of your hosts today. The other illustrious host joining me is Joey Noel. What are you doing? You already already spill something on yourself? (laughs) Yeah. You you gotta be really careful with these Starbucks. Because they get the little, they have a little residual coffee, which I think is supposed to prevent it from spilling. You're giving me all sorts of anxiety. Let's put this squarely (laughs) on. The coaster. You putting a teeter on. You got a freaking dog in your lap. I know. Portillo's already here. already peed all over himself. He walked right in, and I forgot the majesty that is Portillo. I started. He's so cute. You want to just. You want to touch him immediately. And I pet him, and he looked up at me, and he was like, "You can pet me." So I kept petting him, and everything was great. And then five then seconds later, he down. looked back. He looked up at me, and then went, "I'm gonna leave now." And as he left, just fucking laced the floor with piss. He just. It was like napalming the floor. He was just trying to kill whatever insurgents were down there. And boy, it smelled like vitamins. I don't know what you got feeding him, but it was neon yellow and it smelled like a daily vitamin. Like when I used to try to take those to be healthy and then just gave up on them. I mean, we can we can fit the Portillo regimen into the Jackknoff if you're still looking for that vitamin. Uh, no, I'm okay. Okay. But there just was just in case. No, I think I think we're gonna be okay on that. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us today here at Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. If you didn't know, the kind of funny morning show comes to you each and every day on this channel at eleven AM. Uh, I'm usually the host, uh, joined by a, a host of other fun people like Joey today. Joey, I'm glad you're joining me today because it's gonna be a very Oscar nom heavy show. Which I'm very excited uh, about. Which I'm very excited about too. I I, I like the opportunity of getting the deep dive to be able to go through, look, call out which ones we think are going to win, call out which ones I still need to see because there's quite a few on the best picture list that I need to see. Do you have movie pass yet? I do not have movie pass yet. You got to get on that train. You know, it's not my choice. Really? Well, Joey, when you're you're married, you don't, you make choices, you have to make choices with your wife. Yeah. Not against her or because of her. With her. Do you understand that? Team Scarpino, there you go. Uh, so yeah, I mean, just the other day I was walking out of, um, I was, I brought up Movie Pass again, and Dee was like, "You know, we're not getting it, and here's why." And then started saying some stuff, and I was like, Bleh. "All I heard was wah 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 yeah. wah." I was like, Charlie I don't, "But you're saying something I don't like." <laughs> So I have What's to tell you What's her argument though. against it? I can't remember. I wasn't listening, Joey. Uh, yes, but that's, that's not right. a big deal. Uh, of course, today's episode of the Kind of Funny Morning Show is brought to you by Me Undies. We'll get to that read in a little bit. But Tim really likes them because they keep all of his bits and things in the right space. Cool, Greg. Yeah. While I vamp for a second, can you please turn that big-ass TV on so I can see when the stories are up? That would be fantastic. It's the fun mm. thing. Of- it is not on anymore, man. I um, think it's... My, I think it's the remote that turns on both TVs at go. the same time, and if they're out of sync, it turns one on and the other one off. Yeah, remote is technology fun. is hilarious because we, we literally have two Samsung monitors. The one on the front of the desk is a Samsung monitor, and then we also have a 65-inch that's our confidence monitor right there. So this is no signal. Uh, I think the, place, the is there a PlayStation there? Not the computer. Um, but yeah, there it's we go. A little Let's get it. Get it. Get it. We'll wait. There it is. There it goes. There's so many things coming through <laughs> right now. We've got there a lot go. of stuff that's going on. We got a lot of. No, cool it's just because every time you go to a news article, there's like there's always people trying to get video on them, especially IGN. Uh, every time you go to autoplays, hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Damon Hatfield. Here's your news story. I'm like, David. Do Damon and uh, I would like to read Brian it. say the same thing? Have the same voice. <laughs> everyone says what's up, everybody. Mm. Everyone did that. I told you've you've heard the stories of IGN. Yeah. Where at one point, Per Schneider. The I don't know what he is now. I think he's publisher now. Yeah, was like sat everyone down. And was like, please, for the love of God, stop starting every video with "What's up, everybody?" That's so now, funny. I didn't t- know that. When you tell your I thought child, that was just a Greg thing. Oh no, no, no. Greg started doing it. 
And, and then, then Damon started doing it. it. I think Damon started doing it first, then Greg. And then everyone was like, it's just a great way to start a video. Yeah. And so literally, at, there was if you watched from like 20, maybe 12 to like 2014, it was just mm-hmm. every video was, what's up, everybody? I'm so-and-so. He coming at you hot from the PlayStation lounge. Well, you know, it was, so it was always fun. So we used to make fun of everyone for that. But it's very difficult to not do it. Once you get in the habit of doing it, I can imagine trying to find something that... It's not, nothing flows off the tongue quite like, what's up, everybody? Welcome yeah. to the Con Money Morning Show. You know what I mean? That's why I try not to do it. I just go, hello. <laughs> or, bohoy hoy, right? Howard, go for a duck. Who knows? All right, uh, we're up and running right now with Monitor. Couple housekeeping things before we go. The Marvel Cinematic Universe in review is live and well. We posted our review of Thor, the original Thor at 9 a.m. this morning. And uh, I, this, again, I love this show. It's really fun to be able to sit. How long is this one? Scrolls to the edge there. It's almost an hour. That's 59 minutes and 37 seconds. Uh, an hour of just talking about Thor and MCU. Are you kidding me? Give me a giant box of Cheez-Its, maybe some goldfish, and settle in, ladies and gentlemen, because this one was a good one. Um, also, shout-outs to those end credit scenes, man. A lot of effort and love put in If them. you They're are not good. staying all the way through the credits, you're missing the cinematic universe that we are building here, the KF cinematic, the KFCU. The kind of funny, or just say K, KCU, how about that? Kind of cinematic universe. <laughs> I like that. That's what we're doing. Uh, it's really, really fun. Go over and check that out if you guys want. If you didn't know, of course, we're beating you over the head with it. But we do. We are reviewing one Marvel Cinematic Universe movie every week leading up to Infinity War. That's so going to be 17 films, including Black, Black Panther, Panther and Thor Ragnarok. We're going to get to those as well because those are all technically films that come out before Infinity That's Gauntlet true. and builds into the lineage that is going into this amazing, amazing thing. Um, that is fantastic. So definitely check that out. Also, cool, Greg, bring this up. Congratulations to Heel Kick. It is, it is kicking Yay. ass on uh, iTunes. Thanks largely to all of you guys out there who have both supported it and gone out there and watched it. Really appreciate it. Love seeing the uh, the feedback that's coming out of you guys right now. Um, a lot of wrestling fans are like, hey, this is actually a good wrestling movie. Yeah. I have no context for wrestling. I don't either. But the humor in it I, I like, and I like the way it's shot. And obviously we know Danny and, and Cooper and the guys uh, who awesome. helped make this together, so it's great. So if you guys want to re-watch it with a watch-along, we did that. It's over on the channel, um, so go over there. And then bring out this next thing, please. Shout out to Blurb78. We are posting now. He is helping us out cutting promos for the show that you are watching right now so that we can get more people in on the shenanigans. Mm -hmm. Uh, A couple people were like, hey, and this this is what I like about the audience right now. This is what I like about the best friends. People go, hey, just so you know, like this person made this and Mm -hmm. he's posting on his channel, so you might want to give him credit. Not, hey, you stole something, you're an asshole. Hey, just calling attention to this. And then of course Tyler was like, no, 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 guys, I'm making this for them. They reached out, I offered to do this. So he's helping us out with these. Uh, Hopefully we're gonna be able to cut one of these a week as a little recap promo to get people into the show, show them the shenanigans, uh, basically get them addicted to that sweet, sweet hard candy so we can come over here and we can continue to take over the world. 50 subscribers at a time. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, I actually talked to, I, we've been talking with him for, since he did the uh, end of year one for us a little bit ago. And because we, and he was like, he specifically asked not to be tagged in the tweet because he didn't want it to like ruin the flow and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, we promise we're not just stealing. But go follow him right now. But he's awesome. If you haven't watched the one from last week that we put up yesterday, it's really funny. And then even yesterday during the show, when there was a lot of shenanigans going on, I was excited. I'm like, oh, I'm excited to see what he does. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see which ones he earmarks from us. Yeah. Um, Although we cannot let the uh, the dream die. Okay, this is the 2018 dream for for Nick Scarpino Mm -hmm. right now. We need to make 
a 15 second advert, as they call them in the UK, an advert or an advertisement that runs before porn movies. We gotta, Do you we understand gotta figure that out. How fucking hilarious the first one will be when the first time one of the uh, my my the thing that here's why this is meant oh, to me okay. here's why it's hilarious lay it out for me i'm wondering who's Who actually be? willing to be like i saw you guys on Pornhub before i was about to pleasure myself now there's someone out someone will oh, do it. without Probably, a doubt yeah. i feel like it'll then but be there like will a, at least be 30 other people that go i'm not gonna bring this to I, anyone's attention because I, I was watching because maybe mother, you're not my girlfriend my significant other what did we tag what did we me? tag which types of porn movies will we have tagged that'll be the big question that'll right? be like the fun little meta game yeah because like every month what i want to do is tag like really like one normal one and one, one really month, specific and one. then one that's like you need to go to therapy immediately if you find like this Like the rule hot. 33 or whatever, whatever it's, it's going to be like. Whatever whatever the sickest thing that can come to my mind is, which let's be honest, I'll take, I'll go up against anyone as far as perversion yeah. is concerned. No one, you want in here, you're never getting out. You know what I mean? It's like that episode of Batman the Animated Series when, when I forget who it was, but the mind villain was like, I'm in your brain. He's like, you're just right where I want you to be. It's not a good place to be. And the guy uh-huh. went insane because he was in Batman's brain. I think exactly. Be that careful, is. ladies. And gentlemen. Rule thirty-four. Rule Thank you, Mr. thirty-four. Mr. Would you say thirty-three? Yeah, I knew it was somewhere around there. Well, rule thirty-four is anything that can, anything people can think of. There's something out there that's porn related yeah. for it. Yeah, that's uh, boy, that's never been more true than right now. <laughs> cool, Greg. Yeah. We have a couple news stories, and then we're going to talk a lot of Oscars. So everyone, queue up your comments for Get that. Ready. Of course, if you guys want to leave us a tip, make sure your comment is read. We will read anything at the five dollar above level uh, for tips, and we also, I guess, we're taking cheers as well still because yeah. that, that's still a thing. Um, even though I have no idea how they work, and neither does anyone out there. I don't think anyone knows how cheers. Uh, let's go into this first news story. Now, I was I was excited to see a lot of the. That the Oscar noms were out. I totally forgot yes. that was happening today. I saw a lot back. of people tweeting. It was great this morning. Lots of great news in the Oscar noms. No, there's nothing really in there that I think is, is necessarily bad. But before yeah. we get into that, perhaps the most important story ever. Ever? Is this one on TheEgan.com. This comes uh, the from Egan. Alex Gilyadov. Ryan Reynolds will reportedly be producing and possibly even starring in a new Clue movie for Fox. Now, if you're not familiar with the original Clue movie, it is based on the Hasbro board game, where basically one of you is a killer and the rest of you have to figure out who the killer is. And everyone's kind of, it's like a round robin kind of thing. Now, granted, the movie is a classic, right? Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Who else? He's the one that always stands out for me in that movie. Well, I mean, you've got Madeline Kahn. Oh, uh, who I love and adore. It's basically a who's who of who was funny at that time. Con is super underrated. Bring up a full I feel list like. here. Here's here's how I want you guys to figure. Have you this. seen What's nope, Up, Doc? Uh, I have not. With Barbara Streisand and uh, you want to? Oh, Ryan O'Neill. Oh, okay. No, I haven't seen that. Super good comedy from like the '70s. Madeline Kahn, one of her best roles. In I'm gonna movie. I'm gonna read you the list of the, these people, mm-hmm. and that you tell me if this is not one of the best comedic casts ever. Throw made. them at me. Eileen Brennan, who plays Mrs. Peacock, who's oh, fucking yes. hilarious. I don't know that I've ever seen the whole thing of the original clip. You got to go back and watch. It's on. I think it, it used to be on Netflix. I don't know if it is. I kept it on there just to make myself happy. It's like that in Big Trouble in China. I'm like, no matter what's <laughs> happening in the world, I can come back to these two films. I will still always okay. be in the mood to watch one of these. Tim two. Curry, Madeline Kahn, Christopher mm-hmm. Lloyd, Michael mm-hmm. McKean. Uh, Martin Mull, Leslie Ann Warren, Colin Camp, Lee Ving, who's hilarious, uh, Bill Henderson, Jane, yeah, okay, so we're getting down to the, uh, the supporting cast the, list yeah. there. But the big Small ones are characters. Christopher Lloyd, Michael McKean, of course, who comes from that troupe of uh, uh, Waiting for, not Waiting for, no, um, God damn it, 
He's in the Eugene Le- Levy. Uh, oh, that whole. Waiting for Guffman. There we go. That's who it is. Waiting for Godot. That's a totally different movie. Martin <laughs> Bull, of course. Anyway, go watch Clue if you haven't. Uh, it's a really, really well-made movie. It's actually really fun. They play with the ending. They play with the concept of it being like a board game where you don't know how it's going to end. There's multiple endings to it. It's really, really fun. I got to go back and watch this. It's so good. I it's, like the board game, and I like the overall concept of it. So I'm like, plus, I just like Ryan Reynolds. I think he's incredibly talented. And he, never, he never really got his comeuppance. He almost hit it big and then had a couple stinkers, though, that really kind of tanked him. And everyone's like, oh, like his career's up. Well, Green Lantern. Oh yeah. yeah, that was a, that was the thing that. Happened. And then he did a bunch of other movies that are really forgettable. And then he did Deadpool came back, and I was yeah. like, "That's great. What are you going to follow it up with?" And he followed up with the Hitman's Bodyguard. And you're like, "Ooh, that's right." But now he's got Deadpool too. Yeah. So we'll see what's going on there. I'm excited to see. Has he? So wait, he's producing this. He has got a production company called Maximum Effort. Got it. Uh, Deadline reports Ryan and his production company Maximum, Maximum Effort have signed a three-year first look deal with Fox, and the first project under the deal is reportedly a new live-action take on the board game Clue. Reynolds will potentially star in the movie as well, uh, which is based on the Hasbro board game of the same name. Uh, according to Deadline, Deadpool scribes Reet Reese and Paul Wernick are currently in talks to pen the screenplay. Uh, all spark. Pictures, the film division of Hasbro will also produce alongside Maximum Effort. Key takeaway from that, the produ- the motion picture side of Hasbro is called the AllSpark. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> that is fucking Who awesome. Would have known? Hasbro, slow clap. Nailed it. All right. Uh, next news story. This is a fun one. I'm sorry, this is not a fun one. This is not the one I thought was coming up, but this is the next one. Netflix lost $39 million after cutting ties with Kevin Spacey. Um, The actor has been cut out of the final season of House of Cards, and his Gore Vidal biopic uh, has been scrapped. Uh, The story reads, In its fourth quarter earnings report released on Monday, the streamer revealed that it took an unexpected charge for unreleased content uh, quote, we've decided not to move forward with, in November, Netflix announced that it would never, that it would sever ties with the actor following several allegations of sexual assault. Production of On House of Cards has been suspended while the company came to a decision. Ooh. I think it's since been unsuspended. Uh, I think they're actually going forward without him. The sixth oh, yeah. and final season of the series is now expected to, end, to center around Robin Wright's character. At the time, the streamer also said that it would not move forward with a Gore Vidal biopic that was set to star Kevin Spacey. The film, which Spacey also produced, was in post-production when it was scrapped. Netflix also shelved the planned Louis C.K. stand-up special following sexual misconduct claims. Further, it cut Danny Masterson from the range following multiple rape allegations, though that decision does not appear to have contributed uh, to the charge disclosed on Monday. Uh, maybe the ranch was not a very big, uh, big earner for them, but $39 million. Not an insignificant amount of money. Yeah, but I feel like they... If it was between... Cutting ties with Kevin Spacey or not moving forward with House of Cards, I feel like this is the... No, they made the right choice. And again, with House of Cards, it's sad because, A, the show was not... The last season of the show, I was like, okay, this, yeah. it, it, we're, we're, we're getting close to the end here. Um, so the fact that they get what they're giving the cast and crew, the people who have made this... I mean, House of Cards, you have to remember, is one of the, the OG, like, hey... We're Netflix. We got awesome shit to offer that as an original like, piece of content. Is the new black. Granted, like it's not necessarily two. original. They stole it from the UK. We steal all good things from the UK, including your fucking actors. Oi, Governor. What's up? Thanks for What's the up, office. UK and Australia? I appreciate you. We're taking all your shame, shameless. Also, <laughs> we take everything from you guys and we make it in a more stupid and dumbed down version so that Americans can consume it. But you're welcome. Um, but obviously, House of Cards has its place amongst amongst the sort of pantheon of original programming at nice. Netflix. And so the fact the fact that they can keep it going is great. I think it's great yeah. for Robin Wright also, who is by far the standout star of that fucking yeah. thing. Um, and so that's good. The Gore Vidal biopic, 
I don't really care. Whatever. You know, I'm at least Mark Wahlberg backpack. stepped in to save all the money in the world. You know what I mean? That's true. Speaking of all the money in the world. Did you guys report on that? That no. he gave the money back? Oh, no. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah, that was a big story last week was he got he got slammed because all of his cast and crew members. And really Scott even went on record on the business saying everyone came back for free. And then the story comes out and says Ooh. Mark Wahlberg got paid $1.5 million for the reshoots and uh, uh, Michelle Williams got paid like a small stipend of like 50 grand. We talked about grand. that for sure. Yeah. But I don't think we talked about the money coming No, back. He, he actually donated it to the uh, Time's Up. Oh. Yeah, movement. So basically well, the charity. Good on him for that. Well, didn't have much of a choice. I know. When you look like I a mean, big misogynistic piece of shit, because everyone's like, it. the wage gap, he's like, ah, oh, I'm just going to give this. He probably could have waited a week and everyone would have forgot about it, but I think it was the right thing to do. Well, the right thing to do, I, I don't know that there's a right thing, right or wrong yeah. on this one, right? Like, from, part of me says, get get you paid, get that Skrilla. Yeah. You know, you deserve what you were able to get paid. Um, but also, it's just a, you know, if your whole cast and crew is like, hey, we're going to rally because. This is an unprecedented amount, like, series of events that has led to this. Yeah. It's just a bad look. I agree. I don't know how we got But you know topic. what is really cool about What's all that? the money in the world? What's that? Christopher Plummer, nominated. He is nominated. And he deserves it because he is fucking phenomenal in that movie. It's weird to think that Kevin Spacey was going to be that role. I don't think he would have done as well. Oh, yeah. For one thing, Christopher Plummer is older. And the major- like the, the role is for an elderly person. Yeah, Kevin Spacey's not that He's not. Old. He's in his, like, probably early, like, late 50s. Early 60s. Early 60s. Like and he doesn't, I just, I don't think he would have done as good a job as Christopher Plummer. Christopher Plummer just has that sort of, like, old school. He's nailed that kind of character. Yeah, character that I think is just perfect, perfect uh, casting for that. Let's see what people are saying in the chat. What are people? Many Side says, how was Mark a POS, a piece of shit? Uh, he wasn't a piece of shit. He just has agents that are really aggressive and asked for a lot of money for reshoots when everyone else in the cast didn't. And they, everyone else in the cast came back for scale and, and for a little stipend of per diem to do those reshoots. And Mark Wahlberg yeah. said, I, I know that these people are in a tough spot. Let's ask for as much money as possible. And he yeah. got paid $1.5 million. Dollars. Side. It is the business side. Again, I'm not criticizing him for getting after that money. I just think that his agents, your agents and your management team are responsible for your overall brand. Yeah. And from a brand standpoint, it wasn't the best look when that news broke. Yeah. Of, hey, I got you got paid. The guy got paid a lot of money. The girl got paid nothing. Now, I don't think it has anything to do with the wage gap at all. I think that was I think that's misreporting on, on the yeah. part of the Hollywood Reporter and like Variety. I think they they took that story and kind of pushed it over to, hey, let's let's find another hot top the hot button topic. I think the real story is that, hey, if everyone on the team is agreeing to do something and you're not, that makes you the outlier. Let's explore that. I agree. Yeah. Because yeah. if it if every other uh actor that would have come back except for Michelle Williams would have gotten these crazy reshoot. Not stipends, that's not the word I'm looking well, for. Well, yeah, wait, uh, pay. They yeah. Just got, we should pay. Then that would be something. That'd be because something. it was everybody and Mark, yeah. And let's be perfectly honest, had it been Michelle Williams that got paid $1.5 million and everyone else didn't, this the story would have been the same in my yeah, book. Hey, come exactly. on. Come on. Especially. You know, like, especially yeah. given the fact that what those what that money eventually all went toward. Yeah. Which is, you know, this big, this big movement that's happening in Hollywood right now. Um, all right. That's the negative news. Let's go into... Fun news. The <gasps> full list news. of the Oscar nominations are out. This, again, comes from Higan.com, which I believe is how it's pronounced in Spanish. Do you, do you miss that? What? Portillo barking every time the bell rings. 
I sure don't. <laughs> I, I, I sure forget don't. that that used to be like a staple of every single. Well, he is. He's the protector of this house, even though his tail's wagging and he's having fun. He's like, oh, maybe it's something for me. Maybe it's a bark box. It's probably Portillo. not a bark box, Portillo. Don't even say that. He knows what those are. Portillo. Portillo. Shh. There you go. Hey. We know that you're here. We're gonna get you pancakes. Why do you smell like pancakes? Did you feed him pancakes? No. Morning? Don't feed him pancakes. Get away from the pancakes. get away from the electrical wires. All right. Uh, looking at the full list, I want this. I want to talk about a few things here okay. in the Academy Awards. One, I want to go through the full list. Uh, we'll make some predictions of what we want to win. By predictions, I just, I'm just i going to tell you what I want to win. I haven't seen probably 30% of the movies nominated, yeah. which I intend to before we do our Oscar watching party, which is still happening, by the way. So tune in to us for the red carpet event beforehand, and then we'll be watching. We'll do a watch-along with the Oscars this year. Me and Joey are spearheading this. We're going to dress up. Lots of cocktails, shenanigans. I want to do themed rooms. Or like that's the green room. So anyone who doesn't want to be on camera can go in there. But we're still going to put a camera on them. Maybe they know about it. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't. Um, I also want to do red carpet right here. So anytime anyone comes in, we have to get up and interview them. I think it's going to be great. Who we can set set up the barbecue cam outside. That's what I'm saying. So that everyone has to parade through. That's what I'm saying. Oh, this is going to be so fun. I'm so excited about this. we got to get our wish list of people together and start reaching out ASAP. Okay. Okay. What? Could, everything, every time. Yes. You're always invited. You Make are, sure. listen, listen. You are a staple. Here's me, all right? I'm a bird. I'm like an eagle. And I'm flying right now. You're flying. Right? I'm flying. What do I, but the, the one thing I need to stay in the air, my friend, is wind. And you are that wind. Oh, shit. You are the wind beneath my wings, my friend. You are the thing that is keeping me flying and soaring. And when I, get, when I start to falter a little bit, when I get tired, I'm like, my stupid fucking bird wings are just not flapping as fast. <laughs> you just, you blow harder. You get under me and you blow harder. Hell yeah. You see what I'm saying, sir? Yeah, I see you. That's what I'm saying. You are everywhere. For, for one thing, cool, Greg, for the rest of my life, just assume you're invited to everything I do until I tell you otherwise. I appreciate that so okay? much. I'm gonna take assume you the invite's there. Okay? Just like Date a night on Wednesday invite? nights. The other day, but I had a, a thing on the calendar. I was like, dinner with Matt and Cool Greg just went in there and put in Cool Greg in parentheses. <laughs> okay, I saw that. And, and, I like, oh, and for cool. a second, I was like, did I invite Cool Greg to go out to dinner with us? Then I looked over and he just went, eh. <laughs> and I was like, maybe I did invite him. I don't know. That was pretty fun. Okay, let's go through this Amazing. list of uh, this is from Joe Scrabbles. Yada, yada, yada. Let's just scroll down here. Starting with Best Picture. Call Me By Your Name. Did not yes. see it. Darkest Hour. No one saw it. Which one D- is Darkest Hour? Exactly. It's the Gary Oldman movie about oh. uh, he's, he's playing, uh, what's his name? Uh, Winston Churchill. Oh yeah. When London's getting bombed, not no one saw be, it. Not I, be on my list. I, I don't know. Sorry. Dunkirk, which I'll be honest, I don't know that it necessarily belongs to the best picture list, but yeah, it's it's Chris Nolan. He's got that lineage. That's my opinion of it. I like the movie a lot, but it's a cool experience. I don't know necessarily. You put it up against Get Out and Lady Bird and Phantom Thread. The Shape it's, of Water too. In Shape of Water. I mean. Here's the deal. I haven't seen Lady Bird yet. Oh, you, you have need to see, see it. it. I will go see it with you. It's okay. so good. I need to see that. I need to see Shape of Water, which my wife I saw sh- without me last weekend because I was in L.A. And she was. I was like, do you want to just wait an hour and like see it at 2 o'clock? She's like, that's no. too late. I'll see it at noon. I saw it while I was in Austin with Jackie and Alfredo. What would you think? I thought it was really good. Yeah, a lot of people really like that. Really well shot. Uh, uh, three billboards, out, billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. That is also the top of my need to see list. I haven't seen that either. So out of the movies that I have seen, I've seen The Phantom Thread, The Post, Dunkirk, and get out. What'd you, did you like the post? Uh, no. Really? I didn't care for it. I thought it was. I thought it was a. a I thought it was a, a well-made movie. Yeah. But I didn't think I, I saw it and I was like, ah, this is gonna get nominated for an Academy Award. Yeah. And I don't. I just know it's going to because it's yeah. Spielberg and it's Meryl Streep and it's Tom Hanks, Hanks and it's, it represents 
all the old school filmmaking that I'm like, ah. we need to move forward. It's not that it's bad. It's just yeah. that I'm like, we we it's it's just it feels like it's stuck in a specific time period, and that yeah. time period is the mid to late '90s, and I'm like, just. Yeah. Let's do we need this? Also, I thought they used a lot of like Spielberg S techniques in it to really hype up all the tension. And I was just like, this is not working for me. Yeah. But it's probably because I'm old and I'm jaded and I've seen way too many Spielberg movies. But I just uh I also didn't like the way it was shot very well. Hmm. Like it's Yanis Kavinsky, which is like he shot everything. He shot fucking uh uh Saving Private Ryan for Christ's sake. Oh and I just I just thought that there was I don't know. I don't want to render too many criticisms against it because I know a lot of people liked it, and this is not what this is all about, but kind of like it's interesting to see the post there. Um, Phantom Thread is a movie that I think, it's one of those movies you watch and you're like, again, this is totally designed to be Best Picture nominated. Like a I little pandering to the Academy? No, it's just Paul Thomas Anderson every time he makes a movie. It's like paint by numbers as far as mm-hmm. like, not, I don't want to say paint by numbers, but it's definitely like, that's if you saw that movie, you'd be like, yeah, this is definitely going to get nominated because yeah. this is, the same art film that's kind of quasi-boring but beautifully made but has great acting but is also kind of boring and, like, really deep, but I don't get most of it. <laughs> you know? Plus, it's, like, Daniel Day-Lewis, too, which Who I is phenomenal. Like, yeah. Who is phenomenal. <laughs> in this like the cast is great. It's shot beautifully. The story is actually... It's, it's interesting. Yeah. But it's very nuanced. And I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not used to watching a lot of nuanced films. It takes it. a specific amount of, like... This is going to play out very slowly. Yeah, you over the span the right of the next two and, and a half hours, and it is going to be phenomenal acting, phenomenal storytelling. Yeah, all subtext, very little dialogue, a lot of looking back and forth <laughs> at each other, which is great. It's beautiful, and it's beautifully done. Like, like, yeah. it is a master class in acting. If yeah. you watch this, and they, and Paul Thomas Anderson did the one thing that I love, which is he cast Daniel Day Lewis, mm-hmm. and I don't know any other people. Yeah. Now, I'm sure that all these people are very well-known in the UK the and other places, name. but he's the big name, and he disappears in that role. I was, telling, I was talking mad shit about him. Sorry, Kevin, I guess. Yeah, I was talking mad shit about him before. I was like, he's such an actor. He was a cobbler for this for three years to prepare <laughs> for this role or whatever. I'm talking shit to my wife like crazy. I'm like, yeah. he's so overplayed, Daniel Day-Lewis, whatever. And then about 20 minutes in the film, I was like, oh, shit, that's Daniel Day-Lewis. I totally forgot. Yeah. He, he is, is actually able to disappear, unlike Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep. That are, you might as well just call the characters Tom and Meryl yeah. in the post. Kevin, what's up? I was just gonna ask Joe, you wanna watch it on uh, with our movie pass? This one? Yeah. The Phantom Thread? Phantom Not really. Uh, I would much rather go see Three Billboards or Call Me By Your Name. Billboards, but I don't know if it's up anywhere. It's I'm pretty sure it still is. The the general nineteen says, Nick, I hate most of your takes already, but now you decide to say Phantom Thread is paint by numbers. We're getting it's not you're gonna by catch numbers. up and you're gonna maybe. It's not paint by numbers. It's a beautifully, beautifully, beautifully made film. Phantom Thread. Mm-hmm. Beautifully made. But it is it is the type of film that you know is going to be nominated. It's like designed to be nominated yeah. for an Academy Award. It's it's definitely see it, definitely see it in the theaters. It is by all it's shot beautifully. Yeah. The acting is stunning. Halfway through I almost fell asleep. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Granted, I did recommend that everyone watch The House starring Will Ferrell <laughs> and Amy Poehler yesterday. So juxtapose those two ideas in your brain and and you can judge me accordingly. I give you the ability to, here, I bequeath upon you the ability to judge me. Go. Go. Have fun. Do I like fun over substance? Maybe. But no, still, not 100% I do. Watch, 100% I do. You still won't watch Grease 2, Nicholas. Nobody likes Grease 2. That's not true. I get a lot of tweets about Grease 2 now 
between Greece 2 and uh, Stardew Valley, I feel like I'm building my brain pretty solid there. There you go. Uh, Mr. Yasman 300 said, Nick is right about the post. Everyone I know who saw it uh, say it only got nominated because of Spielberg in the cast. Again, I think that that definitely helps. You guys have to remember also when things get nominated, um, they don't get nominated out of the blue, right? Yeah. These production companies allocate money to go and and uh, campaign for these nominations. Yeah. Okay. So there is a little bit of hey, I'm Steven Spielberg. I'm going to hang out with you. Like you're going to get you know, please nominate this movie. I don't. They're not a hundred percent merit based. Mm-hmm. Is all everyone has to know about the Academy Awards. There's always the like background. Well, I mean, you've got politicalness uh, of the not politicalness in the sense of pol- but like. It's politics. It's yeah. definitely politics, right? People campaign hard. They yeah. put they put a lot of dollars, millions of dollars, into going into winning an Academy Award because they know it'll pay off in dividends when you get to say Academy Award winning, winning. movie, yeah. Academy Award nominated, whatever. For sure. For whatever reason, there's value in that. Um, so, but but it's nice to see movies like Get Out and Lady Bird on this list. Yeah. Right. Get Out. I saw Get Out and I was like, that was a fucking phenomenal movie. It didn't even occur to me that a movie in that genre could be nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, it's, yeah. I rewatched it over Christmas break and I was like, and I think this was like the third or the fourth time I've seen it, and it's still like, to, you still are able to pick up on new things and just the way that the whole thing was scripted and the whole world was built. I was like, Jordan Peele, man. Hey, coming up. Let in the him world. do everything. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Uh, of course, uh, Lady Bird, awesome. Greta Gerwig nominated as well for Best Director. Going into the Best Director list, we've got Chris Nolan. This is a fucking stacked list. Stacked yeah. list. You want to talk about this? Christopher Nolan up against Jordan Peele for Get Out, Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird, which I still gotta fucking see. It's so P.T. Anderson for Phantom Thread, and one Guillermo del Toro for The Shape of Water, which, by the way, fucking cleaned up this year on nominations. I know. Thirteen total nominations. Making the most, I think, it's, out of any picture, which yeah, is great. That's actually something. really good too, because in in past, when you see a picture get nominated, like uh, I think it was like Wolf of Wall Street got nominated for like seventeen Academy yeah. Awards. You're like, well, fuck. Not it doesn't leave a lot of space for variety. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Um, so out of this, I mean, this is going to be a cool cat. This is going to be a great cat- category to see who gets who gets picked out of this. Um, I'd be totally fine with Jordan Peele, Greta Gerwig, or Guillermo del Toro. Okay. Honest. I want Guillermo del Toro to win one. I gotta be honest with you. Yeah, because he's not having seen Lady Bird. Um, I've seen the rest of these. I I got to see Lady Bird. I got to see Shape of Water. But I, I love Guillermo del Toro. He's just so lovable. Yeah. Has he won? Has he been Best Director yet or no? I don't believe so. I think so, Pan's Lambreth, Lambreth got uh, nominated, but I think it was a foreign film nomination back then. Oh, because it was technically yeah, it was subtitled. So I don't know. I don't think he's ever been. I don't know. Mr. Yasman three hundred will let us know in the chat. <laughs> Yasman, it's your, you have to tell us whether or not Guillermo del Toro has ever been nominated for something right now. Yeah. I could look it up right now, but I just, there's not, there's not enough time. Because, yeah, not enough time. going into, like, the back end side of all of these nominations and stuff like that, this is the first nomination for Greta Gerwig and Jordan Peele, so. Which is awesome. And it's also, totally it's, it's worth noting, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later, but, like, look at how, this is a very, this is probably the most diverse group of people ever nominated for yeah. Best Director. Which is awesome. Which is great. Right, and a lot of people, obviously, with the, con- the, the last couple of years of controversy, Oscars so white. Uh, there's been a co- you know the Golden Globes, Natalie Portman bashing all the male directors yeah. and Best Picture nominations for being male. It's great to see that we have progressed to this point, mm-hmm. whether by hook or by crook. Notwithstanding, it's still cool to see that I I can look at this list and go, I can get behind all of these directors being nominated for this. Yeah. Not having seen Lady Bird and not having seen Shape of Water, but un- but hearing feedback from other people on it. Yeah. I think that this is a good list of people. I now, agree. Greta Gerwig, dude, 
if she wins, holy shit for her career, that's awesome. Yeah, my mom has been sending me a lot of stuff because she, the Lady Bird set in Sacramento, I went to an all girls high school in Sacramento, so it hits very close to home and she, like the all girls school that it's based on has stuff and like Sacramento is very proud of Greta Gerwig. And I'm very excited to see her on this list. It's a good list. It's a good list. I can get behind that. Um, so going going down, let's go into the the leading role category here. Um, oh, I got I went too far down. Hold on. Uh, where am I? Come back. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, best actor in a leading role, Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. Call me by your name. Did not see that movie. Still have to see he's that. He's also in Lady Bird. Daniel Day Lewis for Phantom Thread. Spoilers. He's going to win because he was fucking amazing in that movie. Even though I, fell, I almost fell asleep halfway mm-hmm. through it. He's really good. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya for Get Out. I can never say his last name. I don't I know how to say it either. Being I, need to, I don't know that I've ever heard it said like in an interview or something. So maybe I need to go look. Okay, we'll get it. Uh, Gary Oldman for Darkest Hour did not see it. Mm-mm. So don't know. I'm sure Gary Oldman was great. But yeah, whatever. Uh, and Denzel Washington uh, for Roman J. Israel Esquire. Which is, I have never heard of that film. I had no idea Denzel Washington was still acting. So, I've... I Talk about marketing dollars. Put a couple more marketing name, dollars behind that for me. But I don't know anything about it. Mr. Yasmin 300 said Del Toro got nominated for original script in foreign film for Pan's Labyrinth, but not for director. So there you go. There we go. Thank you, Yasmin. Uh, going back, uh, going down the list a little bit more for best actress in a leading role: Sally Hawkins, The Shape of Water. I think she might. I mean, from what I've she's, heard, she's real she might good. be a front runner. Yeah, we'll see. Real, real good. Let's, uh, let's put it this way: when you play a mute character and you're still that good. Yeah, it was you incredible. Got, you got yeah, awesome. Of course, Francis Mc, Francis McDormand, who I've also who heard before totally like owns that role. She's fucking awesome. Yeah, she's awesome. Uh, Margot Robbie, I Tanya. Now I haven't seen The Shape of Water, but I Tanya, Margot Robbie and I Tanya was amazing, amazing. That's so, also on my list. She could not easily be many places anymore. Oh, uh, you got to go watch it. It's so good. It's, it's playing, I think, at the Century 20 now, I, Tonya. Uh, Al, or, uh, Three Billboards is playing there, too, so we can go see it. Oh, shit, yeah, I'm in. Uh, Shorshi Ronan for Lady Bird and Meryl Streep for The Post. This is a strong category as well. Yeah. Plus, um... Hard, hard, not to, hard to pick between all of those. Did you ever watch the movie Brooklyn that came out a few years ago? No, I never saw that. That's Shorshi Ronan, right? Yeah, she was really good in that, too. I feel like she's... I'm excited to see what she does. She's a really forward. good actor. Yeah. She's a really good actor. Uh, best Supporting Actor, Willem Dafoe, The Florida Project, which, which Tim has been... Extolling the virtues right? of. That's on my list too. Uh, Woody Harrelson for Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Richard Jenkins for The Shape of Water. Uh, Christopher Plummer, All the Money in the World. That's going to be hard to beat him. Yeah. He was fucking great. And Sam Rockwell, Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. I just love Sam Rockwell so much that I want him to win because he's been good in so many things. Woody Harrelson is fucking amazing in Three, three Billboards. Really? I fucking love him. He plays a slightly different role where he's more comical in roles that I've seen him. And this one, yeah. he's still, he's got that comedy aspect to him, but. He definitely plays a more serious role. Is it more of like the it, true detective-y, like, he's like a, serious kind of thing? I don't, like that I don't thing? Know. No? No, I mean, I didn't watch True Detective. Oh, no, interesting. I'm, I'm going to watch it eventually, but I'm going to watch season two first. Oh, that's, we've the had this conversation. Experiment. The experiment. It's not. Okay, we're going to take a comment real quick. Industrial86 says, LOL, Nick, it's pronounced Seer Shah. I said Seer She. The fucking name is not spelled like that in any way, shape, or imagination. Irish names, okay? So, you know. Just putting it out there. Give me a break here. Searsha, Ronan. Searsha. I'll remember it for next time because I've been embarrassed now by Industrial Light and Magic 86 there in the fucking chat. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Didn't people. I'm doing the best. The... No, he doesn't. It's not. It just says Industrial 86. I put the light and magic on it because I'm Got crazy it. like that. Got All right, it. let's keep going down the list real quick. Uh, uh, we won't do every category, but I do want to get to uh, best 
Supporting Actress, which is Mary J. Blige from Mudbound, which I haven't seen. I've yet. heard really good things about it. But it got it, quite a few nominations. Um, Allison Janney for I, Tanya, Leslie Manville for Phantom Thread, Lori Metcalf for Lady Bird, and Octavia Spencer for Shape of Water. That's going to be a hard Spencer one. really good, too. This is going to be a hard one to pick between. If I had to vote, having not seen Lady Bird or The Shape of Water, Allison Janney, I said it before, probably the best actor on the fucking planet. Really? She's so good in I, Tanya. Oh, so good. God, I really want to see that movie. Ugh. It's been fucking up lately. It's okay. so, it's, you guys gotta see I, Tanya. Uh, I haven't, I have not seen Three Billboards, but I will say this. I will say this. <laughs> the character that Alice and Janney plays in I, Tanya. Wait, better than who? Uh, in case you can't, well, you can't Well, no, this. but they're in different, no, cat- they're different categories. They're different categories. Andrea Renee just threw the curtains in exasperation of not seeing Three Billboards yet. Uh, what? She threw them real hard. She really did. A couple more notable categories, and then we can discuss amongst ourselves. Best special effects. Uh, we're not going to go into that, but congratulations. Because it's too far down the list, and I don't want to, because I have other things that I want to do on the show. Congratulations to Paula. She got nominated for an Academy Award for Best Visual Effects. Is that what well, you wanted me to say? Fair enough. The <laughs> best, best Original Screenplay. I wanted to talk about this a little bit. Yeah. Here's the category. The Big Sick, oh, Get Out, man. Lady Bird, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Gosh. I oh, love so. that the big sick is on this I, list. I know. Okay. For, I like get out's there. For a couple reasons. Yeah. I, get out's great too, but the reason I like the big sick A is because it is, I think, the second nomination for Amazon Studios. And that's a pretty big deal. When yeah. you consider that Amazon, Netflix got its first nomination with Mudbound this year. Actually, mm-hmm. first cup, few nominations. Yeah. So that's the first time one of its original movies has actually been nominated. Before it got nominated for a documentary series that it brought to the platform, but they didn't got produce it. that. It Mudbound uh, nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay, and it's got, uh, I think, Mary J. Blige's for Best Supporting Actress. Right. Big Sick, Best Original Screenplay. That's pretty fucking cool. I, and I, that, that, I'm I'm surprised that movie didn't get on wasn't higher on other lists. Me too, because they because Holly Hunter I think could have gotten nominated for best supporting actress. Ray Romano was so good too. Ray Romano's great. Oh, so good. Uh, best original screenplay I think it's great. I think it could, I mean I personally think it could have been up on the best picture list. It's on my top five for the year, so I wouldn't have been upset by that by any means. I think this year just had so many good movies. It's good movies. <clears throat> it's been a good year for movies. Been a good year for games. It's it's a all of these categories, I don't see any of them, or too many of them, having like one runaway. Like, this is going to clean house on every single category, like on every section, mm-hmm. because there's so many that were good across the board. Uh, well, some people so are saying the picture? stream is a little choppy, Kev. I don't know if we can oh, do something yeah, for that. Dropping is it dropping out a little bit? Um, what would be your uh, pick for, for screenplay? a screenplay? I mean. Um, for original screenplay, I would have to pick Big Sick, but I haven't seen Lady Burger Shape of Water. I haven't seen most of the movies in this category, so I don't mm. get an opinion on this, unfortunately. Um, but the next notable category, it's also worth noting, by the way, Two that, uh, oh, this next notable category, this is interesting as well. Best Adapted Screenplay, Call Me By Your Name, The Disaster Artist, Logan. Huh. Nominated for an Academy Award. That's exciting. For best at adapted screenplay. Now, a, a lot of people were wondering right around the, the award season buzz whether or not Logan was going to get nominated. Yeah. And I, for one thing, I think it absolutely should have. I think that it could have gotten nominated for a lot of different categories, but mm-hmm. I'm happy to see this make the list yeah. because we're winning. Nerds are winning. <laughs> Do you we're understand? We're coming me? for you. We are coming at you hard as nails, son. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. Yeah, Logan is. Uh, uh, 
I thought it was a phenomenal film. I thought it was yeah. the first superhero movie that I've seen that's actually been treated like a real film. Uh, right. Obviously, James Mangold and cast agree. And to seeing it, seeing it on an uh, Academy Awards list is freaking awesome. It's exciting, yeah. Do I think it's going to win against Mudbound, Molly's Game, The Disaster Artist, Call Me By Your Name? No. No. If it does, I will lose my shit and Molly. I will pray to the god of Hugh Jackman. Okay. But Somebody I don't think that's going to happen. Um, yeah. I wonder... Is this the only thing that the Disaster Artist is nominated for? Uh, I think so. Unfortunately, James Franco uh, is not has not made any lists for Best Actor. He, of course, he got. I think he got nominated in one Golden Globe for for a Disaster Artist, right? For Best Actor. I think so. And then uh, the controversy hit, and he has been since. I think removed from for, from from the running lists, of some yeah. of these things. Um, so yeah, I think that's the only place the Disaster Artist comes up that I know of. Uh, but it's also worth noting, I think and this it's is a good place for if it's going to come up anywhere. I feel like this makes the most sense. I agree. Um, it's interesting too, as far as if you want to go back to talking about diversity. Um, Best Adapted Screenplay, Mudbound. This is the first uh, African-American woman ever nominated for writing. Ooh. I know, so that's a first. There's a couple firsts for women in mm-hmm. this that I think are worth noting. That's one. Number two, if we scroll down to Best Cinematography, Mudbound Cinematographer uh, Rachel Morrison has gotten nominated as well. Ooh. She is the first ever female nominated for a Cinematography Award at the Academy Awards. That's... When over 92... <laughs> what is this, the 90th Academy Awards? Yeah, that's a little crazy. It's it's crazy, but it's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's really cool that she did that. It's really cool that, I mean, you know, being first in anything is awesome. Yeah. The fact that it took this long, notwithstanding. That's not the, you can look at yeah. it from two different ways. Exactly. You can go, hey, the, the Academy Awards are terrible because they never had a woman nominated, mm-hmm. or hey, we're progressing. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not a massive win. It's not equality across the board one to one, but this you, is you really cool steps. to see. And you have yeah. to take steps. And this is a great step forward as far as like the actual technical art that for goes sure. into. Because for a lot of people don't know, but I, you know, I just don't. There, I would wager to guess. I don't have scientific facts on this, mm-hmm. but that the amount of women versus men as directors of photography is very small. Yeah, very small. And I think that's like where this whole issue kind of goes back to of like, why don't we have more women in these roles? And they, I mean, it's a the, just the nominations isn't the whole thing. It's like you have to go no, back and but here's why here's, here's why this is important. Forward. A because <clears> I haven't seen the film, but a lot of people say that the the artistry that went into it is good. Yeah, right. Uh, so she deserves to be nominated. And B, when you see someone on stage who looks like you and is your same gender who is doing that role, it encourages you it's to like, go out and do oh, it. Oh, I could do that. Right. So that's why that's why these awards are important. That's why having that discussion and pushing that progress forward is important. Yeah. Sometimes they miss the mark. Sometimes they don't miss the mark. But it's cool to see that. Do I think she's going to win against Roger Deakins, who is the most, the all-time most nominated cinematographer who made my favorite movie of last year? No. I don't think so. And I don't think, I don't know, I haven't seen Mudbound, but yeah. I'm sorry. I'm die-hard ride-or-die Blade Runner 2049, <laughs> and the technique that went into making that movie I think is probably a yeah. lot harder than Mudbound, so we'll see what happens. That, that to me, is the front-runner. Of course, The Shape of Water could win as well from, I heard a podcast about how all the shit they had to pull to actually make that movie because they only had $19 million. Yeah. And they were like, well, we really needed $50 million. The aesthetic of that movie is fucking awesome. It's well, you know really that none cool. of the stuff was filmed underwater, right? Oh, yeah. It's really That's cool. Ridiculous. Like they had to fill it with fog. Yeah, they had to go, he's like, I had to go old school when he was like a VFX supervisor back in the day. He was like, we, when we didn't have, you couldn't film underwater because it's super uh, expensive. expensive, so they would use fans and they would put the bubbles in. Like, that's they would crazy. put like particles of smoke but, and stuff yeah. in there, and then they would put bubbles in, in digitally later, and that's what it looked like. It's yeah, for cinematography, I think Shape of Water and Blade Runner both have such a fucking awesome yeah aesthetic feel to the movie. Wait, wait, which one? Sorry, Blade Runner and 
Shape of Water for cinematography. I think, I mean, Dunkirk, <laughs> one could argue, could be in the running as well. Because some, some of the photography in that is stunning. But it's also, you gotta look at how the cinematography tells a story in the whole. Yeah. Dunkirk is all cinematography. That's why I say that it might win, because not there's no story in Dunkirk. Zero. There's no real character development either. It's not about that. It yeah. is about literally be experiencing what it felt to be trapped on that fucking island <sighs> and how horrible it was and how horrible it was not to be able to get off and how terrible yeah. war is. And they really got that across in that. Also, they got this across. I'm on him. <laughs> He's on me. Yes, yes. I'm in a plane now. Yeah. You can't see my face until the very end when instead of landing and getting out, I was captured <laughs> for no fucking much. reason. It's dumb, but it tells the story of war. Nailed war it. and war. There are sacrifices. Time to go mobile and fly. Well, the movie, like his character. No, because who cares? Right. It's not about that. It's still an IMAX. Well, there you go. Go Is see it. Really? It was like two weeks ago. That's crazy. You should go watch it. No, uh, no, I'm good. Uh, okay, best visual effects category. I said I wasn't going to do it. Yeah! I'm going to do it. Best production design. I will go through all of them. Best production design. Blade Runner 2049. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Kong Skull Island. Star Wars The Last Jedi. Uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. That's a thick fucking category for best visual effects. Sorry. Uh, scroll back up to production design. Sorry. Interesting. I didn't realize it was nominated for that. So for production design, we've got Beauty and the Beast, Blade Runner 2049, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Shape of Water, giving that to Blade Runner. Um, although it might get Beauty and the Beast because Beauty and the Beast was I still never made. finished that. Really? It was it was yeah. pretty uh, production design of yeah, like the whole I mean. category. Production design is like art direction basically. Someone comes in and says, "I'm going to be in charge of the well, overall look of everything that's happening here, working with the I camera feel like department, that might to do be all the, the shape sets, of water. all the things." Yeah, shape of Water, water, water might water win as well. Yeah, but also. I haven't seen Dunkirk, but I just assumed that they nailed it. Yeah. I feel like Dunkirk probably looked exactly like Dunkirk is like is Dunkirk is like Saving Private Ryan, yeah. but just the kind of first scene played over and over and over again a bunch of times. But like that That's scene with 50 like, different characters that, that all like, look exactly yeah, alike and you have no idea who who anyone is. Isn't that one scene in, in, uh, in Saving Private Ryan in yeah. Change? Yeah, 15 movies? years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. 15 years ago, I did it. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. You made a solid point. Yeah. Solid point. No, Dunkirk's good. But again, Dunkirk, go watch Dunkirk. It is not a traditional film. And it's not supposed to be. At no point did they sit down and go, we really want to nail the character arc of the, of the, of the blind kid on the fucking boat, right? The blind kid on the boat? Sorry, I'm spoiling this whole movie Dude, for you. Dude, boats are fucking dangerous as shit. That's not Sorry, spoilers, bro. It, it's, there's weird elements of Dunkirk. I, I just, I liked, I liked it. It's not my favorite Nolan film. Uh, by far, but again, it's not much of a, it's not a narrative film. It's more of it, you got to see it in IMAX. You got to see it in IMAX. Where is he? Where I don't know behind gonna? the wall. Nah, he's fine. If he pees back there, we'll never smell it. Uh, so go, sorry, going back to best visual effects, uh, that's Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Guardians of the Galaxy, Kong Skull Island, Star Wars: The Last Jedi, War for the Planet. Jesus Christ, anyone's game on that one. Kong Skull Island sucked. I never finished as a movie. Ta taking out Kong Skull Island, the because I don't. Yeah, I didn't particularly care for that yeah, as well as a movie. Uh, I would say from a visual effects standpoint, I mean, it was great. It, the, the, the effects were great in that. War for the Planet of the Apes is probably going to win that, though. Those monkeys look so damn They look yeah. so fucking real. They're so good. I'm sorry, those apes. There's some monkeys in it, too, I think. Are there? Yeah, I think so. Those are the chimps. Are chimpanzees monkeys? I think that they're great apes. Part of the great ape familia. Yeah. It was really good. That movie was one of the, the first... I, like, I was... I liked... 
Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Uh, uh, whatever the one that came before that was. The first one I was like, this is okay. The second one I was like, uh, they cast the dude from Terminator Genesis, and I'm not a huge fan of that guy. <laughs> uh, this one I watched, and I was like, holy shit, this is actually a really fucking good movie. Plus, I and it's, and it's very difficult to watch all animated things yeah. and not be Uncanny Valley, but they nailed that in this. And I think mm-hmm. for that and that alone, they should probably get the Academy Award. Yeah. Granted, Blade Runner 2049 is great, but don't give them the visual effects team. No. Just give it to Roger Deakins so he can take all the credit for it. But the Last Jedi had that weird monster with the, like, the green Spoilers. milk. Oh, it had a great part with the green milk so, where it went like this. And that looked, that looked <laughs> terrifying, you know what I mean? Like, I, that haunts my dreams now. Yeah, it also had that really dirty kind of butthole looking hole that was like kind of hairy coming out of it, oh, yeah, which yeah. I thought was great. It really made me. It really made me think. Hey, thank God we're not in the seventies anymore. <laughs> That's what that made me think. Uh, okay, we're not going to go into any more of these. <laughs> can, you I guys just, are, can we talk about the fact that Boss Baby is nominated and how? That, can we talk about the fact that Boss Baby is nominated and is going to get everything is going to get slammed by Coco? Coco is going to Co- win. Oh yeah, because best animated. For sure, and I hope. What are the other options for Best Animated? Well, let's uh, look at them, Kath. Ferdinand. I can, I can fuck off. No, 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 no. it's good. I, 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 this is one what of the categories I wanted to look at. Uh, the Boss Baby, The Breadwinner, which I've never heard of. Ferdinand, which kind of came and went. Loving Vincent, which is that Vincent Van Gogh, like all hand-drawn animated that's movie. That's insane. Which, which might, looks cool. might, might win. That's fucking crazy. Like, that's doing something I've never heard of before. Yeah, a but. A fully yeah. painted movie? It's pretty cool, but I haven't seen it. So I can't comment on that. Out of the list, I started watching The Boss Baby for five seconds. I was like, I don't like this movie. Coco really? made me cry. Really? That seems like a Nick movie. No? The beginning of it's weird. Okay. It I've takes n- too long I've... to get into. Got it. Boss Baby did really well. They're making another happens. one. Yeah. Huh? They're making another one. Yeah, whatever. DreamWorks is going to fucking close out yeah. soon. Well, there you go. All right. It's 11.50. Andrew is here. I'm scared of her. So... That's going to wrap it up for the news. Uh, let us know what you guys think should and shouldn't win. Let us know what you guys still have yet to see. And let me know if you think I'm crazy uh, that that hole in Star Wars The Last Jedi kind of looked... Stop, Okay, stop. okay. Let us know that when no, you guys get on YouTube. Let's go into some tips real quick. It's funny. I've done this show about a thousand times. Still have no idea how the flow goes. There's a lot. I feel like it's hard because we get caught up in the topic. Yeah. Because um, you you do a very good job of picking good topics of the show, and Thank we get you. very into it and excited, Thank and you. then that gets distracting from. Well, I like the rest that we can stuff. sit and talk about a deep dive topic every once in a while. Big old Kev can like come it. and sit there, and we can all talk about movies. Yeah, you coming to the Academy Award watching party? Hell yeah, we wearing tuxes. Hell yeah. Are we really? Yeah. Are we yes, I legitimately want to carve out a little bit of budget for all of us to go rent stuff. Like I want you to do Rent the Runway <gasps> and do okay. whatever you want. It's gonna be fun. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna be wearing all fun. blue crushed velvet. Just, uh, you like, Ryan, was it Ryan Gosling that did uh, right? no blue? Yes, there's not. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, Blurbs has given us a tip and said, uh, I live in Lafayette, Louisiana. The city Tom Segura was making fun of. Personally, I thought it was really funny. If you're going to watch stand up, you need to be able to laugh at yourself sometimes. Okay. Yes, everyone's got an opinion now, and everyone is entitled to their opinion, and sometimes opinions miss the mark. And I think a lot of the. Uh, a lot of the hate throwing Tom Segura's way from people in Louisiana, I don't think was warranted, but had he made fun of California like that, I would have been like, ha, 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 ha. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's one, of the, it's one of the perils that you just have to get used to doing what we do, especially since I am for, my, my foray into stand-up has made me oddly aware of all the criticisms that can come. Look, you're going to say stuff sometimes that people disagree with. you got to be willing to take that heat. And that's the clip that people will pull when I self-destruct two years from now. <laughs> And be like, no, Nate, we won't have that. No, I know. Kevin we'll just puts me on ketamine sometimes. He just puts ketamine in my coffee. He's no, like, go to sleep, no, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. There's no proof of me ever doing that. <laughs> uh, Alex, a.k.a. Koi, 
Koi NC says, hey, just wanted to say, I asked for good luck yesterday for some interviews, and well, I got the job. Yay! Hey. I am now going to be teaching in Hong Kong. I'm originally from the UK. Thanks for the wishes. Right on, man. Nice. Congratulations. Uh, DJ Kento Hart says, okay, fun, real, uh, real fun clip. Kevin needs to go and watch this clip. If he doesn't like it, he will take it and throw it at Cool Greg. He gave us one other clip and said, today's fun clip, the IGN video team's road trip video starring a young Mick Scarpino. Mm. Um, oh, we have played that before. Wow. I don't know what that is. Play it one more time. I don't think we can play this one. I don't think we can show this one on Twitch, guys. <laughs> All right, fair. Let me see it one more time. I just think it's kind of gross. But That's I mean, super gross. Yeah, show the people. Show yeah. the people. Fuck you it. can see this, but it's just shit. gross. Ugh. You got my father along with those first. Away birthday one time. Dry your dead skin and gets rid of rough patches in We're totally fine. We're getting that. it. Oh, okay. That's gross. All right. Thank you, DJ Kanto, for ruining my life. I don't know if that's, that's fun. fun clip? How do we decide? What's the on that? <clears throat> that is that. No, that's not a fun clip. DJ Kanto. But this road trip video is a fun clip. Oh, this is a baby. Uh, we've showed this before. We've baby showed this before. Baradon? This is my first ever. I think it's my first or baby second Nick? ever trip to E3. I think this was first trip to E3. This is when we uh, got there on a weekend, loaded everything into three vans that Fran had rented, and drove them all down to the L.A. Convention Center and hand-walked them all into the war room. Oh, and then man. proceeded Jesus. to work for like five days straight. What? God damn, look how big I was back then. But hey, smoking a cigarette. There you go. That's good for you, the kids. You're so, so not weird. beardy. Yeah, I know. Weird. That's me doing a cartwheel. <laughs> Nailed it. He looks so much like Matt. Eric's, is that Eric? Yeah, it's Eric. He's still so freaking, he's still that skinny, it's annoying. I was wearing a ironclad shirt that I don't know where I got that from. And there it is. There's me jumping like <laughs> an orca. I had a poor image of myself. Uh, Throw7 has given us 500 cheers to say, I humbly request Aww. a new segment, Joey's 15 Seconds of Persona. Denied. Hey! He gave us an, uh, that's a, a duplicate. I'm sorry, we just, guys, we just simply don't have time. Uh, DJ Keto gave I us another tip. Nick, did you see Nocturnal Animals last year? Because frankly, Tom Ford is the new Paul Thomas Anderson for me. When PT, when is PTA going to give me another Boogie Nights or Sucker Punch? Um, wait, Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch sucked. Paul Tom, did Paul awesome. Thomas Anderson do Sucker Punch? No. I'm confused by that. I'm th I might be thinking of the wrong movie. Sucker Punch, the one Sucker Punch is the, with all the, the girls in the insane asylum. Yeah. That's not Paul Thomas Anderson. That's that what's his name. That's a terrible movie, too. That's uh, 300 director. That's that, That's Zack Snyder, isn't it? Was it? Yeah. Huh. It's 100% Zack Snyder. It looks like Zack TJ Kanza, what are you talking about? Eric Skirk. Although, Skirk. to back up for a second, fuck yes, Boogie Nights 2 would be amazing. <laughs> Boogie Nights is a great movie. Great movie. Sad. All the movies after that, Paul Thomas Anderson, a little hit or miss for me. Uh, there Will Be Blood. Mm, I believe he did Inherent, oh, Inherent really? Vice as well, and I was like... I don't know. I couldn't watch like more than five minutes of that movie. Like, there there would be blood. blood. It was like a cool concept, but it just drove it into the ground. Yeah. It, it, da, da, da. Like, what is happening in this I fucking like movie? It. What yeah. is going on? Uh, Eric Shirk says birthday tax. Also, first time tipping. Is this twenty percent? Question mark. I don't know. I don't know how numbers work. I don't know how that works either. But I know that. Twenty um, percent of what? I don't know his birthday. I guess I don't know. Uh, Throw seven gave us one more cheer. Said I humbly demand a new segment. Joey's fifteen seconds of persona. He's given that three times. The sorry, answer. I, I'm sorry. Because really that means that I get forty five seconds of persona. We simply don't have time. Can I just say that I'm almost done with the seventh palace, and I just Joey, have to send Joey, the calling Joey, card, and that's all, that's all I got. That's I'm. See, I could this fit that very game. easily into 15 this seconds. I didn't even need all 45. Show. Joey, this is not the gaming show. You don't let me on the gaming I, show. As it's the fine. producer, I have to make calls like this. You just argued all day yesterday saying you're not the producer I'm of this not show. Producer. <laughs> I will I will give my final opinion on this. Okay. Are you also as the, keeper? the producer of the show, Kevin's right. We don't have time for this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He has 15 seconds of sports. Don't have anything. All we have, 
I, I carve out an extra 15 seconds, uh -huh. but it's only for the Cool Greg effect. The Cool Greg effect. Okay. Cool Greg effect. Yeah. Get on your mic. What happened in your world today? Oh, that's some crazy shit. Wait, wait, is your mic on? Did you, did you turn off? I turned it off. My bad. Hello. Yeah, I'm on. Uh, I woke up and I saw that uh, China had banned hip hop from TV. What? That kind of pissed me off. To be honest. There it is. <laughs> yeah. So is, it, is this a story? You want to pull up the cool story real quick? Pull up the story real quick. Yeah, I can't can you even read it to me? Because the really cool effect it. is awesome. Like I can't. <laughs> can you read it to me? I didn't really understand it. Tasteless, vulgar, and obscene. China just banned hip hop culture and tattoos from television. Scroll down a little bit so I can read the article. China has banned hip-hop culture and actors with tattoos from appearing on television. The country's top media regulator, the State Administration of Press, Publication, Radio, Film, and Television of the People's Republic of China, which is a state-run organization. So basically it's the government coming in here and regulating. Uh, says now, quote, specifically requires that programs should not feature actors with tattoos or depict hip-hop culture, subculture, non-mainstream culture, and despirited culture, uh, quote, which is decadent culture. Sina, uh, the Chinese news outlet, reports. Gaiao Chan Li, director of the administration's public department, outlined uh, four don't rules on Friday. Absolutely do not use actors whose heart and morality are not aligned with a party and whose morality is not noble. Yikes. Well, you gotta love China. Everything's about the party. Absolutely do not use actors who are tasteless, vulgar, and obscene. Absolutely do not use actors whose ideological level is low and have no class. Absolutely do not use actors with stains, uh, scandals, and problematic moral, moral integrity. If this... If these were the uh, the standards by which the American movies were and, and pop culture we were nothing. subject to, uh, we would have zero. Nothing. I mean, for sure, this show wouldn't exist. No. My ass would never be allowed on TV. They'd be like, Nick, you can't talk about that deep, dark butthole they no, put in The Last no, Jedi. Too far. You can't do it. You can't also, do it. Nick, you're not on TV yet. I'm not? No. I, I still have a feeling they wouldn't be okay with this. No, they definitely wouldn't. This is fascinating, but not all, altogether surprising coming from China, which is largely state-run. Everything's state-run. So, you know. It's a little communist. Uh, all right. P.S. I love this best friend, XOXO. Do you have this pulled up? I do. Do you want to read this? I do. Even though it says, please have Nick read this one, I'm going to read it. I'll read it if it says, please have Nick. <laughs> P.S. I love this best friend, XOXO, comes to you by kindoffunny.com slash best friend. You can go there to nominate people. Cancer Cookie is shouting out Nick Scarpino. Okay. Good morning, Nick. I just wanted to take a moment here on behalf of all the Kind of Funny community and give you a shout out the best way I can think of, sending you compliments on your own show. Look, you're a wonderful and humble guy, and I just want to make sure you know just how much the best friends honestly appreciate you and all the work that you put in, not only into your company, but to your own personal life and the lives of those around you. We see how much effort you've put into Kind of Funny Morning Show and making it as much a much better product. I know it could have been easy after Colin left. It couldn't have been easy after Colin left, but I can tell right away that you took the reins of the show and made it more produced, more structured, and more importantly, more funnier than it has ever been. Uh, you leading this show is the best thing to come from the last year, and we will always love you for it. Outside of that, you publicly sharing your efforts to improve your body, improving your stand-up comedy, and facing numerous fears that you felt over the years is incredibly inspiring, so much so that I've begun working out and losing weight so I can look more like you. That's nice. I don't mean uh, to speak for your coworkers, but I can see in their faces that you inspire each and every each each of them every day, from Greg and Tim to Andy, Joey, Cool Greg, and even Kevin. They all admire you and look up to you just as much as we can as we on the other side of the screen do. Even though I've never actually met you, I'm incredibly proud of all the work that you put into everything you do, and I hope you sometimes take the time to breathe and think, yeah, I really am amazing, aren't I? 
Never been a problem of mine. <laughs> Never been a problem of mine. It's easy to work hard and then just be glad it's over and, and once the moment has passed. But I hope that you remember that you have an incredible amount to be proud of, even if it doesn't always feel that way. I hope you have a good day, a good weekend, and a good year. We all love you very much. Nick Scarpino, you will always, always be our best friend. Never forget that. I really appreciate that. That was very nice. I really appreciate that, guys. Very well um, I will say on, on that note, uh, I do most of it because I know there are people out there who actually are watching and care. And it really is inspiring for me to have people who follow and are uh, not afraid or, or will be supportive of me even though I fail because failing is a part of everything that has to happen. And it's way easier to fail when people are out there to catch you. So it's nice. And thank you for that, guys. Um, Joey, it's giveaway time. I love giveaway time. But before we give something away yes. on this show, uh-huh. we are sponsored <gasps> by what is perhaps Tim Gettys' favorite thing on the planet. Me We're just undies. saying something. He likes a lot of things, right? He likes a lot of accoutrement, right? He, he's heavy into bomber jackets right now. But one thing that he has always said from the get-go, we got sponsored by Me Undies a long time ago mm-hmm. in the galaxy far, far away. They sent wow. us some free pairs. Tim loves free stuff. Tried them on, true. has never looked back. He was like, I, he swears by these freaking things. Okay, he says they keep everything where it needs to be, dry and tight, which is probably what you want down there. Appropriately Uh, placed. So that's a a resounding shout out for them. He says, you want to look good with your significant other this Valentine's Day, right? Then check out MeUndies Matching Pairs, a unique fun gift for you and your Valentine. They're the perfect balance of comfort, fit, and exciting prints. Uh, Don't spend... Another Valentine's Day giving the same old... Stop clicking around the thing. I can't see oh, anything. Oh, sorry. I forget that uh, we're looking at the same don't thing. Don't spend another Valentine's Day giving <laughs> the same old gift. Check out MeUndies.com and find the best match for your match. Uh, MeUndies are the most comfortable and fun undies you, will, you and your significant other will ever own. They're made from the softest material on earth. We're talking three times softer than cotton soft. And that's a lot of softness to put around your softest part. Uh, this Valentine's Day, get your partner a gift. That's for both of you. Order by February 5th at 10 a.m. for free shipping and ship... Uh, free standard shipping so your gift arrives in time, on time for the holiday. Uh, matching pairs are fun, thoughtful, comfortable gift. You can share it with your significant other. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Me Undies guarantees you and your significant other will love your matching pairs or your money back. That's right. That's a no-brainer. Get 20% off matching undies for you and your significant other and 100% satisfaction guarantee. What are you waiting for? Order by February 5th for free standard shipping. Uh, go to MeUndies.com. Slash morning. That's meundies.com slash morning. Uh, this will be the best Valentine's Day gift you will ever give. Start matching your bottom half to your better half. Go okay. to meundies.com slash morning right now. I do like that tagline. It's a good one. It's better than, what was it before? Oh, Squarespace. Or it's like Squarespace. Make build, it, build it. Beautiful. beautiful. Or is it build it comma beautiful? No, but we said it or, that way because it should be, the, it, it build it I beautiful. I like the complimentary. <laughs> but I like it, build it. Beautiful. beautiful. Like we we like, like you. It goes like there's it's not spelled out that there's a click, but there I like there it. is a click. Is it okay. like the switch noise? It is the switch to excitement. Hey, here's this couch. Remember that when they announced the switch, they were like, "Here's a couch." They kept cutting back to the couch. It was the weirdest <laughs> fucking thing. Let Tim Gettys produce your next stream, Nintendo. Yes, please. For the love of God. Okay. Uh, there's four ways to win this giveaway. One, be in the Twitch chat. Two, be a Twitch subscriber. Here is your daily reminder. If you have Amazon Prime, you get one free Twitch yeah. Prime subscription. Joey showed me how to do it. It's I did. super easy. If you want, she'll come over to your house and show you how to do it too. But if you don't give it to us, Maybe. give it to someone. Every month we're giving it to people. Today, uh, this month I gave it to Crave Snow, uh, which is one of the best friends out there, Twitch channeling. If you don't give it to us, give it to someone. Share the wealth. Uh, it's nice if it goes to us, but don't let it go to waste. Jeff Bezos, worth $104 billion. He is taking his your money, this free money, and laughing and burning it for fuel. 
for the apocalypse. He doesn't give a shit about anything anymore. So and men just like to watch the world burn. That's true. He is the Joker of Amazon Prime. Uh, <laughs> ways three and four. Uh, Patreon.com slash kind of funny or Patreon.com slash kind of funny games. You can support us at the $2 above level. You get all the perks of the $1 above level, which, spoilers, we're doing a GOG today. Woo. We had some problems streaming it last week, so we'll see what happens this week. Uh, we feel good about it. But we feel good about it this week. Uh, that's happening. What time is that happening today? 3 o'clock. 3, Three o'clock. o'clock on the dot. We'll be doing that. That's going to be fun if you're one of the supporters of $1 above level. You get to watch that live, including the pre and post show. And then, of course, we'll post that later for that tier. But that's a lot of information to throw at you right now. Today's winner. I assume comes from the Twitch chat. Yes. We picked this one. Twitch chat. Batman Dan Six. Congratulations, you have lost. You have won the Lost Bear uh, on PSVR, uh, which I assume is terrifying or cute. I'm Terrifyingly probably, cute, maybe. Maybe. Who knows? I like this. Joe, pick some comments. We're gonna go into the three. Let's three. see what we've got here in the Twitch chat. Mr. Yasman says, "Nick and Joey, did you hear that Paramount and Michael Bay?" Are producing a Duke Nukem movie. Here it comes, here it comes. Did you know that Batman Dance Fix started a meme? Oh! Did he really? The meme heard around the world, by the way. Batman. I love it so much. It's that so good. That look on your face is the perfect level of what the hell are you talking about? I'm not yeah. listening to you and I'm concerned for your well being. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Also, can you guys wrap up the show so I don't have to make sure Cordy doesn't do something he's not supposed to? Yes. No. Thank you, you have to take that. You have to eat that. He went around like licking everything under Joey's yeah, desk, no. and I'm like, I hope he definitely has eaten a lot of dark chocolate. That's I don't even bad. Like Some chocolate. of us dropped dibs. No, bunch of crunch. <sighs> I hate Kevin. I didn't know there was gonna be. A do you have a, Do you have a strong feeling on this Duke Nukem movie that's going on? Uh, this is Duke Nukem movie being made right now. With uh, John Cena. No, who cares? It's okay. going to be bad. That's probably true. John Cena started to crest into mainstream media with the with the Marine, and then just started going. He was like, ah, oh, he is amazing. Well, I haven't seen Daddy's Home 2 yet, so maybe he's amazing in that. Who knows? Uh, Academy Award nominated film. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think we didn't go through the full list. I think there was one extra category that just was specifically for Daddy's Home 2. And they're just going to give the Academy Award for best movie ever made. Hmm. Uh, Frog and Bullfish 89 says, Nick Joey, now that comic book movies are nominated, how long till video games movie are? Well, when they make a good video game movie... Uh, that'll be a good first step. Yeah. And then eventually they'll make a few more, and then they'll make one that's really good, and maybe then it'll be nominated for something other than best visual effects. Spoilers? Probably not going to be Duke Nukem. <laughs> probably not going to be Tomb Raider either, but we'll see. Um, let's see. Let's see what else do we have. Let's go into sub-bowling mode right now. Okay. I'll that do works. It. Um, what else? Someone, I think it was D-Danger 10. Joey, what are you playing after Persona 5? I don't know. Guys. I haven't thought that far yet. We've already... Gone over this. She talked about Persona. Technically, I'm supposed to get 45. You already talked about it for two minutes. Just because someone tips doesn't mean they get that tip. Yeah, I know. I think that's how it works. No, I don't know. Not even a little bit. Not even for. I think that's how it works. Seriously, Um, Jason says Tron? Question mark. I'll take some. hmm. I don't know what that's in in meaning. He's talking about the movies getting Oscars, Oscar noms. Because Tron did Tron. The original got an Oscar nom for best visual effects. I assume. Well, maybe it was. I don't know. Oh man. Yeah. I don't know. You got it, kid. Um, Joey, what did you spike in Porty's water with? I didn't spike anything. Should have. Porty doesn't even really great. drink water. So. Mr. Yasmin says, can you ask Cool Greg if he saw Devilman Crybaby yet? Nah. Nope. Um, Striven says, Oscar-nominated Kobe thoughts. I assume that's uh, Lakers had 2432 says, Nick, does Kobe Bryant's Dear Basketball have a chance to win Best Animated Short? 
Uh, I didn't realize it was I nominated. It's Lakers Shed. Is it Lakers Shed? Lakers Shed. I apologize. Um, I don't know. Maybe. It's nominated. That's cool. I, it's going to have to be real good, I think, to beat Coco or Loving Well, it's Disney. animated short. Oh, animated short. So what's it up? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know any of the animated shorts. That's one of those categories. I'm like, give it to them. Give them half the time you give everyone else. Get up there. Here, spoilers. If you're nominated for an Academy Award for an animated short. Yeah. Okay. Get up there. Have a list. Let one person talk. Thank three people. Get the fuck off the stage. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Okay. You gotta if give you them- last longer than that, we're going to make fun of you. I will make fun of you if you last longer than that. Know your place, animated shorts. You're not Coco. It's true. You're not Coco. But they still worked hard. I think they they deserve some time. Having said don't all of that, take the if I ever get nominated for an Academy Award, they will have short. to literally pull me <laughs> off the stage. I will have Kevin waiting in the wings for the first person that tries to get me. He will take them out. Got it. Cool Greg, other wing. Next guy comes out, he takes him out. I'm talking still. Five minutes, they cut to commercial. I'm still fucking there when they come back. I'd like to thank everyone. I would like to thank all the people who bullied me in high school. Go uh-huh. fuck yourself. You know? You gonna, nobody bullied me. I'll make some people up though. Perfect. It'll be super fun. Are you going to thank your stars and your sky, John Drake? Uh, I will, I will, I will. Yeah, he's my moon and my stars. There you go. Yeah, so yeah, John Drake. Oh, God, he's so beautiful. He came to my comedy <laughs> show, but only to pick Andrea Renee up. And he was like, hey, I didn't actually see it. I just kind of parked and came in. And I was like, it means a lot that you're here, John Drake. It means a lot. John Drake, if you're watching, it means a lot to me that you came, even though you just came at the end to pick your wife up. Uh, all right. What an honest guy. He could have lied. He could have lied. He could have been like, hey, real good. He could have been, but I would have seen it in him because he is my mentor and he is my moon and my stars and he is the wind beneath my wings and he is the ground upon which I float. Mm. Okay? He's beautiful and he's got the voice of an angel. And a lot of people don't know John Drake out there, but you should. You, you should. should. A lot of people call him Andrea's better half. I don't know. Or you judge Andrea that for yourself. His better half. No. Definitely not. She's scary. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that is the Kind of Funny Morning Show for January 23rd. Thank you guys so much. Joey, thank you for joining me. Thank Big you Cap for Dog, Thank me. you for joining me, too. Porcello, stop peeing all over the place. No, yeah, you see down. those fucking eyes. He looks at me like this. I'm not going to do anything he's saying. His legs are going. I know. He's got his doink around the ground like, to cool it off. It's fucking great. He's got his legs splayed out like this so his yeah. doink doink can get all, all cooled off. Uh, guys, great show today. I'll be back tomorrow with, I think Andy's coming back on the show tomorrow. Um, until then, I love you. I'll read subscribers in a second, but stay tuned for Tim and Andrea on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Cool, Greg. Cut the feed.